0: and which he assumes mistaken, and happily accepts all criticism which he, deems, which he deems appropriate, and receives the authorized chanting of the Supreme Lord's glories by faithfully hearing from the sons of Manu into simple succession of saintly Vaishnavas. Okay, so we accepted a simple succession. Even if a neophyte devotee falls from the standard proper behavior by the force, of his past bad habits the all merciful lord will not reject him so then uh, they praise living in rindavan for those who live in badra krishna district of Mathura, i am the object of all worship even if the residents of that place fail to properly cultivate religious principles one should observe in holy land they would still become devoted to me just by virtue of living there Even if Kali has them in their grip, they still get credit for living in this place. My devotee who lives in mature is just as dear to me as you, Brahma, and your sons, Ruja, and his followers. And God is she and my own self. prays, O Madhava, please let me understand you so I will no longer experience the entanglement of material pleasure and pain. Or else, just as good, please give me a taste for hearing and chanting about you. In that way I will no longer be a slave to ritual injunctions." Okay. So, Vishnu says, one who has the quality of knowing you as his object of worship does not know the results of good or bad actions produced by you. Okay. So, um, since the devotee in performing worship destroys all reactions of karma, the good and bad events which occur are not the results of karma, but rather are results produce, produced directly by you. So, we don't, devotees don't get karma, we get something given by Krishna directly. Why? These are affected by you in order to keep the secretiveness of devotion to you, to avoid uprooting the opinions of the materialists, or to increase the longing in the devotee. Or it could be the result of offense to your devotee. It is implied that. You make those experiences appear to be suffering from karma. So it looks like we're suffering from karma, but it's actually coming from Krishna. When others say this devotee is merciful, tolerant, and generous, or this devotee is attached to sense enjoyment, is greedy and proud, the devotee is not overly concerned about it. At that time, he's not concerned with the praise or criticism of other men, either exalted or low. He thinks, if these men praise me, Seeing some false good qualities, let them do it. If those people criticize me seeing true faults in me, let them criticize, for that is only right. Okay, so, Krishna mm-hmm. book. Um, Dear Lord, anyone who by your grace has understood the glories of your lotus feet is callous to material happiness and distress. Material pangs are inevitable, even devotees suffer here, as long as we exist within the material world. But a devotee does not divert his attention to such actions and reactions, which are the results of pious and impious activities. Nor is the devotee very much disturbed or pleased by praise or condemnation from people in general. A devotee is sometimes greatly praised because of his transcendental activities, and sometimes he is criticized even though there is no reason for adverse criticism. Pure devotee, however, is always callous to praise or condemnation by ordinary people. Okay. If the devotee can maintain this transcendental position, his liberation in this life and the next is guaranteed. So what we have to do to be liberated in this life? Be transcendental to praise and criticism. So we, well, uh, how do we keep this uh, transcendental position? Just by hearing about the Lord. Uh, so Prabhupada says, the Krishna consciousness movement is based on this principle. Naratam Das Thakkar has sung, my dear Lord, let me be engaged in your transcendental loving service. As indicated by the previous acharyas. let me live in association of pure devotees. That is my desire, life after life. So, Janame janame hilas. Living with devotees, life after life. <coughs> so, for living with devotees, we're very, very fortunate. Very fortunate. And that is the desire of Narottam Das Thakura. So, in Krishna book, Prabhupada says, a devotee takes even an unfavorable condition to be the special favor of the personality of Godhead. Actually, there are no unfavorable conditions for a devotee. Did you hear that? Nothing's unfavorable. Knowing that everything is coming by the will of the Lord, he sees every condition as favorable. And in any condition of life, he's simply enthusiastic to discharge his devotional service. This devotional attitude is explained in Bhagavad Gita, that's the 14th chapter, or 12th 12th chapter also, 14th chapter. The devotee is never distressed in reverse conditions of life, nor he is overjoyed in favorable conditions. In the higher stages of devotional service, the devotee is not even concerned with the list of do's and do nots. So such a position can be maintained only by following in the footsteps of the Acharyas. So that's what we have to do. In 6th Canto, 17th chapter, verse 20, Chichoketu is speaking. This material world resembles the waves of a constantly flowing river. Therefore what is a curse and what is a favor? What are the heavenly planets and what are the hellish planets? What is actually happiness and what is actually distress? Because the waves flow constantly, none of them has an eternal effect. Bhakti no Takar sings My dear living energies in this material world, why are you being carried away by the waves of the modes of material nature? Jukishadas Evi if the living entity tries to understand his eternal servant of Krishna, there will no longer be misery for him. Krishna wants us to give up all other engagements and surrender to him. If we do so, where will the cause and effect of this material world be? So there is nothing like that for the surrendered soul. Vishnu Chakravati says in this regard, Being put into this material world is like being thrown into a mine of salt. If one falls into a mine of salt, he tastes only salt wherever he goes. Similarly, this material world is full of miseries. The so-called temporary happiness of the world is also misery, but in ignorance we cannot understand this. That is the actual position. When one comes to his senses, when he becomes Krishna conscious, he is no longer concerned with the various conditions of this material world. He's not concerned with happiness or distress, curses or favors heavenly or hellish planets. Sees no distinction between them. Vishampurna Sukhayate. So Prabhupada Saraswati says, this world is full of happiness. How is this possible? He says, a devotee accepts the distress of this material world as happiness only due to the causeless mercy of Lord Chaitanya. By his personal behavior, Lord Chaitanya showed he was never distressed, but always happy in chanting Hari Krishna, Mahamantra. One should follow in the footsteps of Lord Chaitanya and engage constantly in chanting Mahamantra, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hare. Then he will never feel the distresses of the world of duality. In any condition of life, one will be happy if he chants the holy name of the Lord. In dreams, we sometimes enjoy eating sweet rice, sometimes suffer as if one of our beloved family members had died. Because the same mind and body exist in the same material world of duality when we are awake, the so-called happiness and the stress of this world are no better than the false superficial happiness of dreams. The mind is the via medium in both dreams and wakefulness, and everything created by the mind in terms of sankalpa and vikalpa, acceptance and rejection, is called mano dharma, or mental concoction. So we will stop here if there are any questions we can ask at this point. Uh, Kasturika.
1: Krishna Hi Krishna. Um, in relation to the text 49, for the karmis and jnanis how they cannot be truly renounced or like complete they don't have the complete change of heart. i was thinking of the fourth fourth canto where um, the four kumaras instruct ritu saying that if you worship the lord all the material desires will be removed for karmis and jnanis it's very difficult that's right but now But my question is, will the desires be automatically removed or we have to work for them to be removed,
0: for devotees? Well, according to Bhaktivinoda Thakur, there are 20 demons in our heart which represent the different material activities. And Krishna removes 18 of them and Balaram removes the other two. So two of them Will be will be removed by guru of course Prabhupada always encouraged us He said we have to do the positive things. We have to chant Hare Krishna and We have to um, worship the deities and also the negative things. We have to follow the four rigid principles and he also said at the same time we have to um, Avoid the ten offenses to the holy name Because that's the work we have to do we do have to do some work to get red. We have to pull out the weeds, yes. Um, Krishna and Balaram are not going to do everything. We do have work to do. Uh, yeah. And that's, we find that out in this level called Arnarcha when we start struggling. Pavitra? Uh, thank you, Mahitra. Uh-huh.
2: Hare Krishna.
0: Hare Krishna.
2: Thank you yesterday for coming to the VIHE. <laughs> <laughs> the program was wonderful.
0: Oh, yeah, that was good. It was good.
2: Yeah, thank you. So, Matadi, in one of our previous texts, we had that there is no antidote. To no. One who steals, no antidote.
0: Okay.
2: No remi- yeah, to a, somebody who steals the property of a Brahmana. No. If you steal, the, there are no, no. antidotes to one who steals the property of the brahmana. No
0: antidotes, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right. So if a sannyas mistakenly fall into sex life, is there any antidote?
0: Um, Well, what Prabhupada told the sannyasis who fell down, he said, you should become grihastas (laughs) and take up Krishna and preach. I mean, one of our sannyasis, he, he committed suicide, Jan Maharaj, because uh, he, mis- he he misunderstood Prabhupada's words in the morning walk. He asked if he should commit suicide, and if someone falls down, and Prabhupada said yes, but then after that, Prabhupada said, but I need help, so it's you should not do that, but he didn't hear that part. So, Prabhupada encouraged the sannyasis who fell down to get married. And st- keep continue preaching and stay in Krishna consciousness. There's a purport in the eighth canto to Gajendra's Gajendra Moksha, which one particular sannyasi fell down, and Prabhupada talks in the purport. Yes, because uh, he was not in his in in his um, his real position. Therefore, he fell down. So he should, he encouraged him. He should go to his real position. And then Krishna will decide what to do with him. But Prabhupada did not encourage the sannyasis to commit suicide, but he encouraged them to just be normal, honest, krihastas and continue with their devotional service. Uh, yeah. I, okay, after, but I have two before you Prabhupada Priya. Hare
1: Krishna.
0: Nope. Oh, I lost you.
1: Two questions. Okay. Uh, okay, say again, I lost you. Relations?
0: Repeat. Uh, okay. hmm. I'm not hearing. Do you hear me now? Yeah, now Text 39. it's 39. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't hear
1: you. You
0: can hear me? No? no? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, now I hear you.
1: Okay. Um, so the first question is in relation to text 39, because it's talking about how, um, you know, karmis, jnani, especially jnanis and yogis, if they have material desires, it's very problematic for them. Uh, so how is it that when devotees have material desires, it doesn't seem to be a big deal at all?
0: Why is it not so difficult? Because um, we got Krishna on our side. The the and yogis—they're all by themselves trying to fight the material energy. But we have um, uh, Krishna on our side. We have the Guru on our side. So if we just take shelter—that's what that verse 4:22 says—we take shelter of Krishna, then then we can overcome. But what it means to take shelter is to help it in the purport says always to be thinking how to engage in devotional service. So the service will carry us, even though we have material desires. the service will help us, it will carry us over. Um, the analogy is given there of just like when the um, river goes into the ocean, The the river is like all the material. The waves of the river are like the material desires, but when it goes into the ocean, then the ocean overcomes those the waves of the river. I experienced that when I was swimming in a river in Goa, and then when the ocean would come in, the river changed from sweet to salty. So it's like so the ocean is compared to our devotional service, our desires to do devotional service. They will overcome. The waves of the material desires so that's you can read that per part 422 i think 39 or something like that um okay Badra, and then kastrika i had another question oh, i can okay, ask okay oh, okay hold on yes go ahead so my other question is how does the how does the devotee see that this the whole universe is full of happiness <laughs> that Vishwama yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's That's in the in relation to the uh, Chichuketu uh, the purport uh, Prabh- uh, Prabhupada says it, it is by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya that we can see the, the world full of happiness only by chanting Hare Krishna then we can if we chant Hare Krishna properly then we can see everything full of happiness that's what Chita Prabhupada says Vishampurna Sakayati that's uh, Prabhupada Nanda Saraswati. Uh, his uh, verse by him. So yeah, Prabhupada says in that yeah, in that part around about Chitra Ketu, six seventeenth chapter, sixth canto, seventeenth chapter, just after he's cursed. You can look it up. And Prabhupada explains it there. Okay, Bhajra.
3: Hare uh, from the last class, we always hear that gopis uh, left their husbands. Right. And but, but I mean, they, their husbands are prishvasis, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yes.
3: So why would they leave for Krishna? They are also devotees of
0: the Lord. Because their attraction for Krishna was greater than the, their prishvasi husbands. <laughs> Maybe there were bridge buses, but Krishna is all attractive. He's more, he's hes actually the real husband, is Krishna. He's the husband of all the women. And only yes. the men think they're the husband, but actually it's Krishna.
3: Second question is that here in this purport, uh, we hear about the reputation and position. So it is is—it is uh, Pratishtha, is uh, you person can give up the kanak can calm
0: in everything. But difficult to give the difficult to give up yes. the Pratishta. Right. Is
3: that is that is that a sign of still the karma lust lust?
0: Yeah. Is that still uh-huh. That's a, a lust on the subtle level. Yes. Wanting to enjoy the praise and the position. Pratishtha's position. Um, can I ask, ask one more, one more okay. question? In this purport,
3: in the text 48, is mentioned about the prayers in the, in the shloka, and it said that the even if the residents of that place fail to properly cultivate the religious principle that one should observe in the holy plan, they still become devoted to me just mm. by virtue of the living there. So, what about in, in where there are, you know, and I'm not here to preach that, Muslims, they are living and
0: they are doing the sinful activities. What's going to happen to them? Um, Srila Prabhupada said that anyone who is living in Brudge will be uh, elevated, but those who commit um, offenses to the Holy Dhamma will be born next life as dogs, hogs, and monkeys. And they will suffer for one birth, and then will go back to Godhead. Yeah, that's why we have so many monkeys here and, ho- and hogs and dogs and rich brassies who committed offences last life. Kasturika. Hey,
1: Krishna The question I'm going to ask is not to criticize, but to understand only. Uh, sometimes, you know, I come across Young girls living in Vrindavan, mm-hmm. they say that they move to Vrindavan and then they want to engage in bhajan. Of course, their intentions are very good, but how do we guide them or how do we understand if they're on the right path or not? It's just for my
0: understanding. Right. Yeah, it, it was not... Um, Prabhupada did not like that idea. Like today, I gave the example of one devotee who, who did that in Mayapur. And Prabhupada said, you know, he, he was g- trying to imitate. So they're they're in that category of trying to imitate, like uh, imitate Haridas Thakur. But um, it's not good and they should be encouraged to engage in service uh, somehow, distribute books. There's a lot of book distributors who are ladies here. Um, they can preach. Many people come to the temple. Um, So, and it's uh, the kanta bhajan also is a a symptom that they're selfish. They're not thinking about others. They're thinking about themselves. They're thinking they're great yogis or devotees, and they can do it all by themselves. But that's not. And also, um, they should have the permission of their spiritual master, too, if they have one. That's important too. They should be encouraged to take initiation from a spiritual, from a guru, and follow his instructions. And also try to help others. Our movement is preaching movement.
1: But what if they say that they are not interested in preaching? How do we
0: encourage them? How do you encourage them? Yeah. Well, it sounds like. Um, They're not interested in helping others, which is what our movement's all about. Um, That was what Prabhupada wanted us to do. The main thing is they they need a guru, they need a guru. Usually they won't follow anyone. They won't listen to anyone. Um, But if they have a guru, they might listen. So they should be encouraged to get a guru. Yeah, any other questions?
2: Hare Krishna? Who is that? Chaitanya Pramadas. Who? Chaitanya Prema Dasa. Chaitanya Prema
0: Okay, I don't see you. Oh, Chaitanya Prema, okay.
1: Yeah, uh, you mentioned... Master
0: Prabhu. Yeah, yeah, I got it.
2: Yes, there are 20 demons, according to you, in our hearts. And Krishna removes 13 of them, while Balaram removes the remaining two. Right. Balaram in the form of the future master. So what are the two that Balaram uh, removes?
0: The two demons that uh, Balaram killed, Denukasura and Pralambasura. Those two demons. Uh, who?
2: Uh, who? The first one?
0: Yeah. Tenuka, the ass demon, okay. Okay, okay, okay. and Palamba, the giant demon who, who pretended to be a cowboy. boy. Any other questions? So tomorrow will be the last class. Uh, verses forty-one to fifty. Uh, finish all the verses tomorrow. <laughs> uh
2: to in progress.
0: I, um. Let's see.
2: Oh they're closed.
0: Okay, um, Pabitra, you still have a question?
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yes, Mataji. Okay.
2: Um, Mataji, I'm distributing books to the Brajavasi. And we should give to the Brajavasi, but we should not collect from the prajavasi. I collect donations from them. Is it right?
0: Yeah, they should also um, help in the preaching of Krishna Consciousness. Um, Yeah, it's good if uh, they give donations for the books, yes. And they're helping Prabhupada's preaching. Um, So tomorrow... The verses 41 to 50. We finish all the verses for tomorrow. Okay? Jai, all glories to Shri Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.